Posters are a handy way to convey complex information in a streamlined format, and they're relatively simple to create. By including the right elements and paying attention to visual design, any team or individual can elevate their work by turning it into not just a well-done project, but also a well-told story. It's Tuesday, February 11th, and this is OHSU Week. I'm Margaret McDonald. And I'm Lisa Carter. Lisa, let's talk about some of the news highlights from last week. First off, a very important update on OHSU policy related to the coronavirus. If you are an employee, student, volunteer, or contractor at OHSU, and you have visited China since January 23rd, you need to report that travel to occupational health and ensure you are not coming into contact with the public. And this is based on revised guidelines from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, which recommend people self-quarantine for up to 14 days from the time they left China. You can learn all the details about this current policy on OHSU Now. If your work commute involves traveling on Campus Drive or parking in Garage F on Markham Hill, you should be aware that construction has begun in that area. You'll want to plan ahead to avoid delays. And we want to remind everyone that the 2020 Integrity Booster is now available in Compass. This is an annual required training for all OHSU members, and you have until the end of February to complete that training. Before we get to our main interview, a podcast note. OHSU Week is taking a few weeks off, but not to worry. We plan to be back in March. Stay tuned. And now to our main interview. Margaret sat down with Debbie Eldridge, the Nursing Division Director of Quality, Research, and Magnet Recognition, to talk about what makes a good poster, why teams should consider highlighting their work in this way, and where to find help. This is Performance Excellence Week at OHSU, and a lot of posters are on display in the VEI Auditorium lobby through Wednesday. In addition, Nurses Week is coming up in May, and there's an opportunity for nurses to create posters to display and highlight their work. And the deadline for Research Week posters is right around the corner. It's coming up on March 5th. On top of all that, there are always opportunities for clinicians, researchers, and other professionals to submit posters to conferences and other events. So I'm here with Nursing Director Debbie Eldridge to talk about what makes a great poster. Debbie, you're a bit of an expert on posters. Well, I've helped people make posters. Posters are really a great way to tell a story, and so I enjoy helping people tell that story. Why are posters a good way to communicate and share an idea? Posters are great for a couple reasons. They're actually relatively simple to build. It's a single PowerPoint slide. You don't have to have a lot of fancy technology to put it together in an interesting way. And it becomes a really nice way to engage all the members of the team. So someone can start a draft of a poster, another person can add an element or change an element, and it really becomes a collective representation of a team's work. What are the different elements of a really good poster? So a poster is like telling a good story. You have a beginning, a middle, and an end. So you start off with why the project's important, why it's significant, what's already known about the project. Usually in a poster, you describe your methods, what you did, how you did it, how long it took, when you did things. And then the exciting part of the poster is what you've learned from it. So what happened at the end and what that means for nursing, for uh, whatever your discipline is, and really be able to reflect on what came about as a result of that project. What are the other important sections that need to be part of this story? The problem and significance 
the methods and the results. Those are sort of the big elements of a poster. Depending on the audience of a poster, you might include more about historical work or work that's already been done in a background section. But really it's, what was your problem? What were you trying to solve? How did you do it? What methods you used? And then the results, what you got when you did that. And when we're looking at a poster, there are words in explanation, but it seems like graphics really play a big part. What do you recommend there? Posters should be at least 50% non-text. The results are the most important part. It's nice to be able to depict those results in a graph. I think it's great to include a photograph of the team or some element of the work as another sort of non-text representation. Posters are really visual, and they're evaluated on both the visual appeal as well as good content. Can you expand on that a little bit? Uh, One of those criteria is visual appeal and representation. Uh, So having a solid color scheme, having headers that are noticeable, usually in a different font color. Then the rest of it really is about the good story. Did you describe what the problem was? Did you describe how come it was important? Did you describe the methods? Could somebody do that work? after reading your poster. And then the results. One of the challenges that we see is sometimes people will write a results section that isn't related to their problem. So logical consistency is really important in a poster because you only have four feet by six feet, 250 or 400 words to tell your story. You're gonna talk about improving flow, the results should be about improving flow and not about reducing cost. What should casual observers look for when they're looking at posters? So when I go to a conference and there's a poster session and there's 25 or 50 posters to look at, I walk through and look at the titles to see if it's something that I personally would be interested in. And if the poster is a hosted poster, where the author is standing next to the poster, this is the best opportunity to really learn from the person who did the work. And as a poster presenter, I love it when folks come by and ask me to tell them more about the work that I'm standing in front of. So we see that at Performance Excellence Week on Tuesday, and we see that at Research Week at OHSU as well. It's really a a moment of pride to be able to see your work displayed well, where it's easily interpretable, and then have people ask you more questions about it. That's a very satisfying experience. So as you're gearing up for Nurses Week, which is in May, you have sent out a call for posters. What are you doing to prepare people for creating posters for Nurses Week? We help people make posters by having some poster workshops. And the poster workshops are structured. Uh, We have one in February, one in March, one in April. And folks come to the one in February, they usually have a lot of ideas about what they want to do, and we help them refine those ideas. People come in March, and they've already made a draft of a poster, and we can help them critique it. We can show them how to build a table or put a graph in. And then by the time the April workshop comes along, folks are really pretty sophisticated in what they want to do. You don't have to go to all the workshops. There's a little bit of content and then some hands-on time. It's Some of it is like office hours where people can come and get the help they need whatever stage they are in telling their story. And you've created that series to gear up for Nurses Week, but my understanding is that other people drop in and work on posters as well. 
We're happy to help anybody make a poster. Does a project have to be completely finished before it's time to tell that story in a poster? The projects don't have to be completely finished because we learn along the way. So if you're doing a review of literature, you could write a poster that's a state of the science about the topic that you're covering. If you have been working on something that has a complicated method, you could make a poster just about the method before you know what the results are. Once you get the results, that's the most fun because then you can really show people what you've done. But we can write posters along the way. So it sounds like a good recommendation for people to jump in and start. You don't have to know where it ends up. Absolutely, and you'll learn a lot along the way. So we've talked about the way the work influences the poster. Does the, the act of creating that poster influence the work as well? Uh, my experience is it makes me think about the next question. Developing a poster is really an iterative process. You sketch it out, you lay it on a piece of paper, you talk to your colleagues, they add another element, they recall more detail about something, and then you revise the poster. And you show it to someone else and you revise the poster. And the value of that iterative process is that it helps it become the more collective experience. You really can learn a lot about your work as you are developing a poster. Let's share the dates of those upcoming workshops. The poster production workshops, which will all take place in Sam Jackson Hall, are on February 21st from 7.30 to 9 in the morning, on March 16th in the afternoon from 1.30 to 3, and then on April 7th, we have a poster session in the evening from 7.30 to 9. And when is Nurses Week? Nurses Week is May 6th to 12th. This year is the 200th anniversary of Florence Nightingale's birth. And so this has been declared by the World Health Organization as the year of the nurse and midwife. And so we really have a lot to celebrate back to the origins of nurses using our clinical judgment to make decisions on behalf of patients. That's fantastic. Thanks for joining us today, Debbie. Thank you. OHSU Week is a production of Strategic Communications. This episode was produced and edited by me. I'm Margaret McDonald. And I'm Lisa Carter. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again in March.